0: Previously, on Adventures in Questing.
1: I apologize for deceiving you. It's not us you should apologize to. When that being approached me and offered this arrangement, I am fully prepared to pay you 500 gold and not 300 for your trouble. And I understand from asking around that you were looking for passage somewhere. Yes. I, as the governor of this town, can put forth my favor and perhaps find you passage to where you are going for no charge at all.
0: Your offer is fair to me. Yeah, we made our decision. We're gonna ride on the shadow. If you could please speak to Captain Ladoo. Uh,
1: If you will walk with me, I will speak to Olivia.
0: Thor is gonna start heading over to uh, Yucca's.
1: Okay. Raven's also good. The Raven goes, Hey! Hi. Help me, dude! Oh, whoa! Oh. <laughs> what? You gotta get me out of here, man! I'm gonna walk out. So what's your name? Todd Todman. You guys Fire. all just hang out together, and then one by one, you will go to bed. I
2: give Cora a big hug. Aww, Cora yeah. be in bed. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Have a great journey.
0: I want to take a bath.
1: Okay, so you wake up. I'm going to say that you can wake up and still get your long rest and you go and take a bath. Okay, I'll good. allow that if you want to go get nice and clean. I do. Um, everybody else gets their long rests. You wake up around dawn. It is time to go and climb aboard the Shadow and mm-hmm. go with uh, Olivia Ledoux. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You all uh, wake up. Layla, everybody looks uh, really, really like nice. I really like clean. You don't probably care about that kind of thing, but you would notice that they're all clean and all the blood and dirt and dust has been washed off of them all. They all look great. Cool. Yeah. yeah. She just smiles at everyone. Uh, Todd Toddman, kind of who's sitting on... Um, on Raiden's shoulder, kind of goes like, "You guys look nice." Oh, I love Todd. <laughs>
0: you
1: Guys look so good. Like you guys all look really nice and like washed. Thanks, oh, Todd. You look nice too, Todd. I feel refreshed, man. I feel like that night. I feel like I rested for two months. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of sleep. Got a lot of sleep and thank you. Rejuvenated. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's Don. You guys going to get on the, the ship?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Anything else you guys want to do before you go?
2: I don't think so.
1: Um, I like the way you asked that. Yeah, I feel like that's so something we're, we're we really forgetting. We're
0: forgetting something. That's why, never why looked at your I, notes. I do have a thing.
1: It's not at all what I meant. I'm just asking if you guys want to do anything before you go yeah. get on a ship and okay, leave this Max. place forever. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Did that and, work? Can, Well, maybe not forever, but. Can talked talk to Raiden, like no. not like in another room, private, but like definitely yeah. like just between them. Um, hey Todd,
1: can you uh, just give us a, just a oh. just a second? Yeah, man, totally, Thanks,
0: dude. <laughs> Hey, I know this happened a minute ago, and, it, you know, it feels like months ago right now, but, um, you know, we never talked about that dream that we had, just us, before talking to everyone else. Um, no, no,
1: I felt like it was like a mutual...
0: Well, we, we just didn't talk, you and I didn't talk about how we were going to bring it up to everyone else. We didn't have that discussion just between the two of us, mm-hmm. and I think, I don't think it's unlikely that we would have dreams like that from her again, so can we just check in with each other first before going to everyone else? Yeah, sure like thing. a little bit more of a unit
1: mm-hmm yeah I mean I just felt like whatever we said they were gonna feel one way about it no matter what and also it's kind of something that we have to do
0: I mean, we we also like haven't talked about it like are you okay what do you mean I know what you did like a couple years ago hey and I, no yeah I'm,
1: I'm it's, great. it's just
0: a lot to sign on for I do it again in a heartbeat All right, she's gonna
1: like shove you. You guys walk back out onto the docks and you can see the shadow. It's a kind of darker ship. It's got the indigo flag with the twin silver moons flying high, the symbol of Vester. And as you guys kind of approach, and you can see sailors are kind of walking up and down the gangplank, Olivia Ledoux kind of walks back up, she's wearing her, her uniform, her long coat, mm. um, her pants and her trousers. She's got her, her dark hair kind of up in a tight bun and she's got that, that kind of birdcage veil tucked uh, behind her ears and in front of her eyes and she's actually uh, like putting a, a tri-corner hat on her head um, with a fair amount of feathers sticking out of, the, sticking out of the brim. Puts it on her head, she kind of looks down and sees all of you guys. Oh good, you did not oversleep. Come on then. <laughs> Uh, climb on boards. I think she wanted us to oversleep. I think so, too. No, she said, she's am good. <laughs> oh, yeah. She she just she was like, all right, so get up here. All right, here we go. You ready, Todd? Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> this is your first time on a boat, right? Yeah. I never really needed to get on one because, like, I could just fly. But I'm super excited to be on a, a ship. Could you cool. fly alongside us? Oh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I don't want to just, like, sit around the whole time. i got to stretch these wings, you know? Cool. Yeah. Anyway. See you all right, on the crow's nest. Down. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> uh, nice. uh,
3: that was funny. That was good no to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'd not understand.
1: It's fine. It wasn't that. <laughs> it flies up. <laughs> it flies up and away and oh. up. Oh, man. I love Todd.
3: <laughs> he seems pretty fun.
1: What a good hang. <laughs> Solid. You guys climb up the, the gangplank and yeah. onto the ship. The ship is about 20 feet wide and about 80 feet long. Pretty sizable ship. All, all the crew, they're all human. Western humans, they're all in their uniforms. They're moving like clockwork. Like they are, they are readying the rigging. They are climbing all over the rigging. They are tightening sails. They are working, you see some of them up at the helm, chatting with, uh, with Olivia. She sees you as you are boarding and starts to kind of walk down towards you. This is a very efficient uh, ship. You can, you can kind of tell that she runs her crew very with like tight efficiency. She kind of strides down and she just looks great. Like she, this is clearly her element. This is clearly like where she is most confident. Oh yeah. She kind of strides up to you. How many of you have been at sea before?
0: Twins, raise, Twins their hands. raise
1: their hands. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of looks you all over, she's got a very kind of strict, kind of militaristic, she adjusts that kind of veil over her eyes. These are the rules of the Shadow. Mm-hmm. You have free reign on the deck, you may go as you, wherever you please. You will not disturb any of my sailors in their duties. You will not attempt to assist them. You will not attempt to speak to them while they are doing their job. We are a well-oiled machine, I do not normally take passengers. You may wander the deck, you may go where you wish, but I do not wish to see you disturbing my sailors, especially if they are on duty. If they are in the galley, if they are on leave, if they are not working at the time, you have free reign to speak to them. But if they are up here on the deck and they are working, you will not distract them. Is that, is that understood? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yeah. You seem to be the adventuring types. No doubt would like to be up on the rigging sometimes or perhaps in the crow's nest. If you are going to do that, please inform either me or Colette, my first mate. She doesn't really gesture to anybody when she says uh, Colette. Follow me. She kind of beckons you and kind of turns around, and she kind of walks back towards where the the helm would be. You would have to climb up some stairs to reach the helm, the the big wheel. Um, And she actually goes down um, in between the stairs. She opens up a door, and you see a hallway that seems to go to a larger room, and then on the left and the right are uh, a pair of rooms. As you are favored guests of the governor of Silas, I'm not going to give you the space that my sailors sleep in. I will be giving you the rooms that I... Have in reserve in case we are transporting an ambassador or an important figure from another foreign lands she kind of opens up one of the doors uh, to the right and you see um this like really really nice like laid out room you see there's a number of hooks like hanging from the ceiling that don't have anything hanging right now there's a desk uh, there's a porthole that looks out onto the water it's actually quite nice it's a pretty nice room and then as you kind of look to the left and right kind of stowed in these little nooks are um six hammocks she kind of gestures you may take the hammocks down and hang them from the ceiling when you wish to take a rest, but of course you may use the space uh, for whatever other purpose you may use. Um, All of the privileges of being a favored guest of the governor are brought onto you. You will eat the rations specifically meant for the officers, and you will have, as I said, free reign of the deck and the galley and the rest of the ship, except for the uh, cargo hold. You are not uh, permitted any access into the cargo hold, as the contents of the cargo hold are specifically known to only me, my first mate, and my commanding officers. Is that understood? Yes. Mm-hmm. What is in there? Cargo. What kind? I am not at liberty to say, and you are not at liberty to investigate. She kind of looks at you, uh, Layla. Is that clear? Yes. She kind of looks over at you, Raiden. Is she. Um, I'll make sure. Okay. We are going to cast off relatively soon. Uh, please settle yourselves in. <coughs> it is a pleasure to have you aboard the Shadow. We will be um, convening in my quarters about an hour after we cast off to discuss the route that we will be taking to approach Hill. You are welcome to attend that meeting. Goodbye,
3: thank right? You, thank you.
1: She turns around, closes the door, leaves you <laughs> in your in your officer's quarters and, and goes back up. <clears throat> what are you guys doing?
3: I think she's really nice. Yeah. I mean she let us She runs a tight ship. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You guys get it?
1: There is a lot of room here in this ship. I do not understand. It's not very tight. (laughs) It's very Very, spacious. Yeah, very spacious. I got it, (laughs) says Todd.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Todd. No
1: problem.
3: Sort of like your crow's nest joke.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: why I liked it.
2: Yeah, I guess in an hour we'll see how long this trip is gonna take. I think okay. Thor is gonna
0: go out onto the deck. Is there? I think she wants to be mindful of the instructions she was just given. But so is is there anywhere that she could stand that would not be anyone's way? I think
1: it's pretty apparent. Like if you were to be standing in someone's way, like it's not. There's not like people hustling and bustling. You can walk very freely all over the deck and you wouldn't be in somebody's way. She was mainly just kind of trying to say like these guys do a job. Don't try to do it for them. Don't try to get in their way while they're doing it.
0: Yeah, I think Thor just gonna go up onto the deck and just hang out and yeah yeah, and look at the water and just look around at the ship not like really getting in anyone's shit but I think it's like nice for her and she's like reminiscing oh. and really itching to jump in but yeah. trying not to. <laughs> even
1: even in the you know it's dawn it's it's still relatively cool but you can hear the seagulls kind of mm. calling and you can hear uh, the waves crashing and you can smell that kind of salt air and even though you haven't left the dock it I think it does bring back memories for you guys of being at sea for the majority of your youth and those sensations all kind of flood back. Um, I think you would also know that the ship is impeccably well kept together. Mm. Um, you get the sense that Olivia takes great pride in her ship. Um, I will I'll also say Tempest Twins, you can both roll history checks for me if you'd like. Yeah. So ten. Nineteen. Okay, Raiden, I think you would remember probably something that your your father pointed out a couple of times. Vest like the Vestern Navy is a navy, like it's a navy and it's pretty well regarded, but like this level of like of maintaining and like love for the ship isn't something that you normally see with a Vesterner. Like you've been on Western ships. They're like nice, but like this is impeccably well taken care of. Like it's very, very efficient. You guys are kind of uh walking around, kind of getting accustomed to the ship. I think all of you have With the exception of Layla, who doesn't remember, all of you have been on a ship. Like, as a passenger, you've either been on a ferry or a larger sailing ship like this. You don't see uh, Olivia? For the next little while, she's gone into her quarters. Um, you don't see this uh, Colette person. Everyone, roll perception checks for me as you guys kind of walk out on the deck and kind of take a gander at what's going on. Yes. Right. I crit fail. You crit fail.
2: <laughs> nice. This What'd you get in Not back? Twenty. Not
1: twenty. Fuck yeah. 11. Eleven. Seven. Seven.
2: First roll new dice.
1: Sixteen. Four. Fourteen. No, okay. Four. <laughs> um, everybody who got above a ten, you're kind of are looking around. Everyone's you're just kind of overwhelmed because there's people running around, barking orders at each other, lowering the. Same the ship is starting to cast off and leave the dock. You guys turn and can see the the town of uh, Silas slowly just kind of drifting away. Everyone who got above a 10 on their perception check, you see these sailors all moving around. They're all in those indigo uniforms with like silver buttons and clasps. None of them have uh, the kind of um, birdcage veil uh, that Olivia does, except for one individual who is male, uh, who has like a very sheer, like almost linen fabric, like almost looks like, in in a different light, would look like he was completely blindfolded but in specific light can see that the fabric is sheer enough that he can see through it very clearly. He is uh, this kind of average height male human with kind of reddish brown skin, kind of dark eyes and and dark hair that's been completely buzzed. He is not doing anything. He is sitting in his Western uniform. He has like a veil over his eyes and he's just got a book open kind of leaning near the the helm like the main wheel and he's just kind of reading. I'm kind of politely every once in a while kind of looking around and reading and you can see him almost mouthing things as he's as he's reading um everyone else is just kind of moving around as the ship is casting off and and leaving the town of silas behind yeah raiden what is it how attractive is (laughs) um he's i don't like answering this question uh because it's all subjective i think he's moderately attractive he's not like he's not blowing anybody's minds let's say that but he is like a good-looking dude he looks very, like, nice in his in his uniform.
2: Maybe you should answer in your soul whether you find him attractive.
1: But... Yes. You know and also, what? you got to get to know him. You know, personality is a big <laughs> factor in being attractive. I will There's say, a, you, him with your nat 20, yeah. uh, he's reading, uh, and he is, in his other hand, very kind of, he's holding the book with one hand, and he's turning the page uh, with the other. Every once in a while, he is reading, and he is pulling a, a wand out and kind of, like, waving it, almost like practicing, and then um, putting it back in it and reading again.
2: I'm going to, like, where, wait. Where's Winnie?
1: She's just with you guys. Are kind of standing on the deck, kind of looking around.
2: I'm gonna like meekly tap on her arm <laughs> and like point. Uh.
1: Okay, you kind of look over, and, and now you can you can also see that kind of going Ooh. on. He's just kind of leaning, reading his book, pulling out his wand every once in a while, and just kind of practicing movements without making any kind of verbal. So clearly, just practicing the wand movement. He but human. Yeah. yeah, everyone on this ship is human except for y'all. And Literally, not like, a single human in the party. He's like <laughs> not busy. He's just chilling and reading, and people are kind of walking around him. You monster!
3: I want to go over to that
1: guy. Okay, kind of walk over. He doesn't (laughs) notice. He's reading his book. Hi. Ah.
3: Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to startle you.
1: Oh, that is fine. Um, who are you?
3: I'm Winifred. I'm Winnie.
1: Oh, you are one of the uh, passengers. Yeah. Yeah. You're my friends. Mm. I am. uh, What's your name? I am Corporal Talbot. He offers his hand.
3: And I shake it. My little baby hand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome aboard the uh, the Shadow.
3: Thank you. We're really happy to be here, actually. This is a beautiful ship.
1: Thank you, the captain. Uh, yes, takes much pride in, uh, in her maintenance.
3: Uh-huh. Um, I just wanted to come introduce myself, because I couldn't help but notice you have a pretty cool wand.
1: Oh, uh, thank you very much. She kind of takes it out. I'm
3: going to whip mine out and be like, look at mine. Oh,
1: you are a caster of some kind.
3: Yes. Well, I hope to be one day. I can do a few things, but I'm still learning.
1: Are you a practicer of the Divine or the Arcane?
3: Uh, the Arcane.
1: Very interesting. It's, it's a pleasure to meet you. I have I've not met uh, many gnomes in my travels, and I have never met a, uh, a gnome who practices the arcane arts.
3: Yeah, it's not really um, what a lot of us do, but it's what I do.
1: More technological people normally. Yeah, I can
3: do that too.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, it is a pleasure to meet you. Perhaps um, when I am not needed for my duties, we may uh, compare spell books. Perhaps you have found some spells out there in the world that I have not, and perhaps I can teach you something... Uh, Wow,
3: I would love that. That would be so cool. It
1: is the duty of a wizard to learn and teach others, no?
3: Yeah. I can only hope, yeah, one day that I could teach someone something.
1: I am the the resident wizard on board, so I do have many duties that are required of me once the captain is done in her quarters. Um, so I will be busy quite a bit um, doing mm. what she needs of me, but when I am free, perhaps I will come find you. We will compare spell books.
3: Mm. That's what I was just going to ask, what your duties were, but then you answered it. Mm-hmm. I don't really know very much about rankings, and you said you're a corporal, and I didn't know what that meant
1: I am. Um, in this case. I am not the first mate. That uh, honor goes to Colette, but I am every ship in the Western Navy has a, a resident wizard on, on board. Uh, arcane mastery is very important to Vester and is a is a very crucial skill to have out here on the sea uh, huh. to control the the weather and the water but also to um, look forward use the divination magics to perhaps glean the best routes that sort of thing. It do never you, hurts to have an arcane caster on board. So
3: you're a divine caster?
1: No, I do not practice in the divine. I'm mm. I'm a divination specialist. Oh, I guess that's what I, oopsie, that's what I meant. <laughs> cool. No, I'm not a godly um, I, I I'm not a cleric. I do obviously gestures up to the to the moons. I do worship the twins, but I um I am not a, a godly man like some of the other clerics. Oh,
3: uh-huh. Hmm.
1: Interesting. That's really cool. What was your full name? I, it was uh, Winif- Winif- Winifred? Mhm. Winifred Waywacket
3: Namfoodle Silsprocket.
1: This is a familiar name. the Silsprockets.
3: Um, yeah. To I guess me. so. <sighs> it depends on who you are.
1: <laughs> well, I have attended many um, political get-togethers where people are meeting with other foreign dignitaries. Are your family important where you are from?
3: I guess you could say that. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, perhaps you shall, you would. You will tell me sometime how a little gnome from the Barondock Commonwealth ended up in a little town like Silas.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty crazy story. It's not. It's It's nothing.
1: Um. <laughs> you hear a door kind of, and Olivia kind of strides out and goes, Talbot, I'm in need of your magic bullshit. Come on. <laughs> oh. And uh, Talbot kind of shrugs and, we will speak later, Winifred. <laughs> okay.
3: Nice to meet you. Kind
1: of walks down the stairs, sees all you guys, gives you guys kind of a curt nod and, and walks into the captain's quarters. You guys are just kind of walking around. It's early, early morning. You can smell that salt, that sea air. Mm. Um, you can hear the birds kind of circling around. Every once in a while, uh, you hear Todd go like, Hey, man, to a seagull. <laughs> what way did she gesture to the cargo? She did not. Okay. If you want to find the cargo hold, you got to go find the cargo hold. Layla's going to sneak away. So, Mike, just kind of like, as I was walking around, just kind of like away. (laughs) Okay, you crit failed on your perception, so you absolutely do not see her do this. <laughs> I was I wasn't looking for Layla. I did You were making be... you were making a perception check, and you crit failed. And this is how I'm going to deliver this crit fail. Oh no, come on! You are no. you, you are overcome by being no. on a ship again, and Layla looks away, and you do not see where she goes. Make a stealth check. Do I notice that she's gone? Nope, not right away.
0: Oh uh, man.
1: Twenty-three? Oh yeah, you're fine. No. You kind of sneak away. Um, there's a they're kind of the deck and then you can see there are two hatches that you can open up and then climb down a ladder to go down into the low the next level down. So there's a hatch kind of near the, the bow and there's a, a hatch near the stern. Front or back? Back. Okay go to the back, hatch, kind of open it up, climb down climb down the ladder, <coughs> uh, kind of looking around, you can see now you're in this lower level, you see a number of benches, mm-hmm. you see a lot of hooks up on the ceiling, you assume this is probably where they hang their hammocks in the evening when they're gonna go to sleep, but right now there's a lot of benches, there's a lot of oars that are that are stuck on um, uh, on kind of hooks, and there are hatches on all of the bench where you assume probably oars are stuck through if they're trying to navigate. You can see a bunch of like barrels and boxes, looking kind of closer towards the back of the ship, you see a, a door. Whale's gonna go to the door. Okay. You want over to the door, trying to push it open. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, you blow up. No, um, <laughs> you don't. Um check. Say it's gonna stay for a little while. Cool, that's what i make sure. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a door. It doesn't have a handle. <clears throat> it just got like a you can see like the outline of like where the door would be, but it doesn't have like a knob or a handle or even like a little lock. Just gonna kick it. Ow, your foot kind of hurts. It didn't move. Ooh, she's gonna take. Her staff is there is Is, is, is there like an under? She has a staff. She's a quarter staff. Uh, only like about like like a quarter of an inch. Okay. Oh, she's she's a crowbar. She's gonna put a crowbar in it. Okay. In it and then and then like 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 wedge it in. Yeah. So like actually, is there is, is, is there like a crack in like the side or? Just, just yeah, the there's pie? a crack on the sides. Cool. too. You can't even see any hinges though. Cool. She's gonna put the crack in, the, in in the side and then like like wedge it in there. Okay. And then she's gonna like swing and then jump on it. Okay, make a strength check. And then she's gonna give, give, give you an advantage. Okay, Nat twenty. Uh, nat twenty. Um, what's your strength on top of a Nat twenty? Twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. Yeah. You you put this crowbar in and you like heave with all your might, and the door pops and kind of swings open a little bit. She's uh, going. Okay. You walk in uh, and you can see this dark room that's lit by one lantern, and there are a number of crates and barrels. Um, there are a number of like pouches and bags that are hanging up here with like scrolls and stuff like that. Cool. She's gonna start looking for shiny stuff. Okay, make an investigation check. Ah, two. Two. Okay, you spend uh, a good chunk of time like rooting around in here looking for anything remotely shiny, and you find absolutely <laughs> nothing. Cool. I noticed that she's gone. Uh, as you are rooting around, uh, you hear. Um, can I help you with something? And you turn around and you can see the man that uh, Winnie was talking to is standing in the door. Hello. You are not allowed to be in here. Oh. I did not know. Make a deception check. <laughs> Uses a crowbar to get into a very locked room. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. Kind of just looks down at the crowbar on the ground. <laughs> ha. You did not know, and yet you found a locked room and your first instinct was to break open the locked room and go through people's belongings. He looks around at the mess that you have made <laughs> while looking for shiny things. I did not realize it was locked. I thought it was just a heavy door. It just kind of looks at you. Did you take anything? No. There is nothing shiny. I just want shiny things. What is all this stuff anyway? It is the effects of important people in the Empire. Why don't you step out? Okay, did you have anything shiny for me? Step outside. Why are you going to? get me in trouble? No, I'm not going to get you in trouble this time. I did not tell anybody that my arcane alarm had gone off, but I do feel like the captain might have told you to not come in here. I did not know it was this room specifically. If it happens again, I will tell the captain. Do you understand? Yes. You go places that she told you not to go. If the door is locked, maybe don't go in. Come on. He leads you out, closes the door, touches his hand to the door, kind of closes his eyes, and you see this like network of violet energy stretch across the door and you hear this like it's locked again. Yeah, okay, snaps his fingers and conjures a little bright silver coin. Whoop. Thank you. That will not last forever, but it's going to be shiny for a little while. What was your name? Leila. Leila. I'm Talbot. No. He holds out his hand. She squeezes it really hard. It's quite a grip. Enjoy the trip, Leila. Okay. And he walks back up, climbs the ladder, and goes back up on top. Have I notice that she's gone? Uh, the door opens. Uh, he sees all you. The little girl that you hang out with is down below. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, and... Uh, and goes back to the captain's quarters. Uh, Layla, are you, did you follow him up the ladder? No, I, I, I think she's going to... Are, are, are there hammocks hanging up in there like the other ones? Yeah, none of them are hanging from the ceiling right now. They're like being stored and like put away underneath the benches. She's going to grab one and she's going to hang it up. And, oh, And you're just you know, like hanging out in someone else's hammock? <laughs> yeah. Dope. I'm going to storm down there. Okay. You climb down a ladder. It's very hard to storm down a ladder, <laughs> but you're like... <laughs> <laughs> climb down this ladder. Layla! What? Why are you, you always? S- you see Layla in a big hammock, like, swinging back and forth, <laughs> flipping a coin, flipping a coin. She looks actually pretty baller. <laughs> Why are you always trying to run away from us? I was not. I... Do I have to be by you all the time? Well, I just want to keep an eye on you to make sure you're not in danger. I am laying in a hammock. Yeah, I see that now, but I was just told that you ran off. Why'd you... Why do you keep doing that? It is cozy in this hammock. Layla! Look, I didn't I, do anything wrong. I am just taking a nap maybe. This uh, the sailor kind of climbs down and he looks like he's like a little tired, he's gonna and he kind of walks and he's like, Oh. oh sees you in a hammock and well, it's clearly his hammock and climbs back up the ladder and <laughs> goes out of sight. No go away, I'm taking a nap. We have our own hammocks. <laughs> this one is comfy. Can I roll an inside check when she said that she didn't do anything wrong? Mm, yeah, you want. You can uh, roll a deception check, contest it. On a natural 20. Okay, he wins. Okay. You're, she, you, she seems like she just probably came down here. And, I mean, she's a little kid. She's never been on a ship before. It's uh-huh. a little easy to excuse that kind of behavior. Yeah. Uh, and you're probably a little distracted because you hear um, boots on the deck kind of pop your head up. Yeah. Olivia has, is striding out of her quarters and is kind of beelining right towards you guys. Oh, Layla, I'm just trying to keep you safe, okay? What is dangerous about the hammock? <laughs> If I was up there, I could fall off the boat and go in the water. This is more safe. Right. Go Thora! away.
0: Thor is not coming down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go up. Okay, you kind of scramble up. Okay. Olivia kind of walks over. She's kind of like walking directly at you, but like right as she gets to you, she like skirts around. So she's just, like, walks. She's, she, every time she walks, she looks like she's walking with determination towards something, and it just was oh, not actually you this time. She kind of skirts around, um, Talbot kind of, like, tailing after her.
2: Me every time in a department store. <laughs> uh, no.
1: Uh, the ship is now far enough that you, um, th- they are sticking pretty close to the coast, but now you can't see Silas anymore. Uh, she kind of walks all the way over um, and is talking to Talbot, and you hear um, the words, uh, Colette returning. And as she kind of walks over to the edge of the ship and kind of starts to look down, kind of on the front, on the bow, kind of looking down into the water, Talbot is uh, is kind of joins her there as well. He, he You just you notice he keeps, like, opening his book and reading it when no one is talking to him. What do you guys, are you just kind of hanging out? Uh, or are gonna you going to walk over? I'm going to go over there, too. Okay. Kind of to the edge of the ship. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm uh, probably just watching Talbot, like, <laughs> what's he doing? Oh <laughs>
1: uh, they are kind of are looking over. You kind of looking down into the water, you can see this ocean is just, like, brimming with life. You can see, like, sea turtles and stuff like that. And you see, after a little while, this, like, pod of dolphins that's kind of, like, jumping in, like, the, the, like, in front of the ship. One dolphin kind of dives down really, really deep, and you can't see it anymore. And then it kind of rockets up out of the air and kind of, like, does this, like, really impressive kind of, like, flip in midair. And as the dolphin is flipping, it, like, transforms into this woman. Ugh. And she, like, <laughs> lands on the railing of the ship. Yo! Uh, that's
2: awesome.
1: In, like, a three-point <laughs> landing kind of stance. Um, she is... Just kind of wearing, like, simple, like, a white blouse and, like, dark indigo pants and, like, bare feet. I'll, I'll describe her. Let me pull up Colette. It needs
3: to be said that Caitlin called that. I don't know how, but she literally went, like, she's a dolphin? Colette. Dolphin? Before you even said anything about dolphins, uh, <laughs> it's very good.
1: she uh, she's a human being. She is um, kind of medium height. Um she has dark black and purple hair, like there are streaks of purple in it. Um she has these kind of light brown skin and these bright <laughs> violet eyes. Ugh. And as she kind of steps down onto the deck, a sailor walks up and like puts like a coat on her. She like shrugs into her coat. Any problems? And uh, Colette kind of grins, nah, nothing big. I'll be fine. Uh, Olivia kind of turns. <laughs> Colette, th- this is my first mate, Colette. Colette, this is a Hi, band I'm of Raiden. adventurers who are passengers as favors of Governor Hyen. And Colette kind of looks, you uh, took passengers? That's pretty, pretty rare. Hi, I'm Colette. It's nice to meet you guys. Raiden. Raiden Tempest. Nice to meet you. Are you just like standing at a distance saying that? No, I, walking I'm, out, wanna, walk I'm out. Oh, <laughs> walking Oh, you're walking out. Uh, you kind of walk up she kind of takes <laughs> a step she here. just kind of takes a step closer to you and kind of like uh, gives you a this long most, this is the most any, anyone's ever given to her. <laughs> kind of gives, gives you like campaign. a f- from like boots all the way up to hair and like back down to your eyes gives you like a very long kind of appreciative look and it's just like it's a pleasure
3: hi I'm Winnie uh. <laughs> <laughs> I <I'm> uh, waves <laughs> But kind of skips
1: up. Olivia, Olivia kind of goes. Colette is um, my first mate. She is also a druid and a invaluable scout when it comes to traveling in the waterways. We will now be convening in my quarters to discuss the routes. Now that she has done her scouting, you are welcome to join me if you wish to know the routes. And she starts to walk back with Colette, who kind of gives you another kind of one. So on uh, as she kind of starts to walk back, sorry, another sorry. sailor tosses her a pair of boots, and she catches them and, and starts walking towards the, the captain's quarters with Talbot as well. I'm gonna look over to Thora <laughs> with like my mouth wide open like <laughs> wow
0: <laughs> Thor is gonna like slow clap for <laughs> him and then walk into the quarters
1: wait wait wait, wait Thor Mm-hmm. You need to take care of Layla now because I'm so sick of it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. <Okay. laughs> and she's gonna walk in. Ugh, Layla's come still on. down, down Layla, in the hammock. Layla, are you still down
1: in the hammock? Yeah. Okay, cool. Sean. Yeah. Uh, uh, is anyone poking their head down to like I'm actually Layla now? Yeah,
0: I'm gonna
3: yeah, I'm gonna like pop down real quick. Okay.
1: Hey, right down the ladder.
3: We're gonna go um with the captain and we just met Colette, her 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 first mate, and she went from a dolphin to a human. She seems really cool. And, a to a human. Yeah, she's a druid. And she like jumped out of the water as a dolphin and then like became a human in mid her. It was so cool. And you were down here, and I just wanted you to know maybe you should come up and hang out with us.
1: Why are you down here? I don't think that I like water.
3: You don't like water very much? Like
1: at least there's so much of it.
3: There's a lot of it, yeah. But you're safe right now. You're on a boat. Hey, something I wanted to mention to you. You need to be really careful with your fire if you can while we're on here, because this whole thing is made of wood, which is very flammable, and this is, you know, the thing that's going to take us to where we need to go and all these people who are really helping us out. So I just wanted to- So to I not... shouldn't burn things? Uh, yeah, I'd say that's probably a pretty <laughs> smart thing to do. <coughs> okay, just To sorry. not try to burn things. I know that you're smart. You probably already knew that. I just wanted to remind you.
1: What if a scary thing comes and attacks us? What do I do?
3: Well, I mean, hopefully that doesn't happen. But what, what else what else do you have in your in your toolkit? you know? What else can you do?
1: Honestly, I don't know.
3: <laughs> well, you do have your staff.
1: Oh, oh yeah, I can just go. Oh, I put blades on it, too. I can just cut, cut.
3: <laughs> yeah, you can just hit people. And you have crowbar if I remember correctly. I've seen that on your back. Oh, Maybe yeah, you I can hit people. Oh, yeah, I haven't done anything
1: with that at all, recently.
3: Yeah, I know <laughs> What you, What? Nothing. <laughs> Why did your voice get higher just now?
0: Oh, um, you know. <laughs>
3: Mm, are you telling... Okay, all right, well, <laughs> you seem fine. So, I just, I know it's sometimes hard for you to control, but just think about it. It's it's really important that we try to be as safe as possible, okay?
1: Okay, so... Okay. Only if it is an emergency.
3: Um, yeah, but it would have to be a really specific kind of emergency.
1: So, only if it's a really scary monster.
3: Yeah, why don't we cross that bridge when we come to it? Hopefully there's no... Mo- so what that means is... Um... <laughs> we'll we'll deal with that if there is a scary monster. We'll we'll talk about maybe what you should do if so there's, there's a scary no, monster. There,
1: are there water bridges?
3: No water bridges. No. Okay. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry we haven't hung out a lot lately. I've been really preoccupied with my learning new spells. Um but what are, you know I'll try to keep a better eye on you. okay? Okay. okay. All right. Do you want to come up and meet uh, Polly? Not really. You want to stay here? Uh. I have a book you could read. I can't uh, read. I just remembered that as it was coming out of my mouth. Sorry. Do
1: you have okay, well, chocolate?
3: I don't. No.
1: Mm, I'll stay here.
3: You want to stay here? Okay. And you're not going to use any fire. You're just going to hang no, out? No, I'm
1: just playing with this coin. I give it to me.
3: Ooh, shiny. I know you like shiny things. It is very shiny, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're, we're going to be upstairs if you need us. Okay, I'll be here in this hammock.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, you guys, uh, with the exception of uh, Layla, go into the officer's quarters. Really, really quiet, nice. Uh, you can see hooks for a hammock as well. Really nice desk, uh, windows that look out onto the water. You see, like, there is a kind of, like, a mannequin kind of area where her she is keeping, like, her, um, like her formal wear, which is, like, this really, like, intensive, like, dark indigo suit, and it's just covered in like metals Mm -hmm. um that's kind of next to a bookshelf that's covered in a lot of books a lot of which look to be um histories she is uh on just unrolled a map colette has put on her boots and is actually and puts on a pair of sunglasses to shroud her eyes um inside and you can see um olivia kind of adjusts her, her her birdcage mesh and and talbot kind of adjusts his veil a little bit and then they all start kind of looking down at the map and as you kind of walk in olivia kind of looks up, sees you all, kind of gives you a nod, and kind of beckons you over to the map. She kind of gestures to where you guys are, which is down here in this little bay area, kind of south of landlock. So we will be sailing to Svanhill as quickly as we can. We will be skirting along the coast here. It is a little bit safer that way, as opposed to traveling open waters. There is a bit of a it's a bit of a piracy problem, so we will stick closer to the to the um to the banks to the coast as long as we can. Um, we'll be traveling down here to the borders of Kolborn, and then we will be traveling uh through the smaller islands of Kolborn, and then looking our way back up, going into the Tillan, going up through Swanhill. If I had uh, to hazard a guess, this will be roughly a trip of about eight to nine days. Should have no problems. Um, kind of goes. Where are you guys headed? Uh, we were thinking of going to Glees. Oh. What, uh, what business takes you to Gleese? Uh, just a few leads trying to follow up on. I don't know, just, uh, trying to get some work. Mm. Not my really kind of town, you know, nowhere close to any water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a coastal town a little bit. You ever been to Swan Hill? No, no. Never seen the, uh, the mists, never seen the cliffs. Well, I won't spoil it, but, uh, first time's always, uh, first time's always quite beautiful. Are you from there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh no, I wasn't born and raised in Swan Hill, but I did my training there.
3: Your train? oh, your naval training? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, that's
1: cool. I didn't do my druid training in Swanhill. I did my druid training out in the wilderness, but when I was training to be a corporal and I joined the Navy, that's where I did my training.
3: Wow. Neat. Yeah.
1: Uh, Talbot's just reading his book. Talbot's not paying attention to any of you guys. Uh, she just kind of looks around. You guys are a... Uh, motley kind of crew, aren't you? Just don't really see a halfling and some genasi and a dragonborn, which, please forgive the sailors if they gape a couple of times when they see you walk by the gnome and uh, just kind of walking around together. It's not really that common. Probably an interesting yeah. story there. Kind of. Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, just a band of mitzvets, I guess. Mitzfits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all just yeah. start talking <laughs> like her. Just, uh, uh, Olivia kind of Puts an arm on Colette's shoulder. Like, stop, talk, stop flirting with the the with the passengers. And please she kind of goes, Please don't stop flirting. Do you have any questions about the routes or the journey or anything like that? Um, yes.
0: would Thora know anything about the route and know if there was, like, like anything to keep an eye on or just, like, anything that would be worth sharing?
1: Make a history check. Okay. I want to do that, too. Oh, no. okay. Mm. I got 21. I did Sing first a roll a
0: 20, but it was caught. So
1: was... Okay. You got a 21. Uh, I think you would know that um, anytime you sail near the borders of Colborn, it's a little risky because Vester and Colborn famously do not get along. Mm-hmm. Um, Colborn was once, Colborn was literally founded when Vester sent a bunch of sailors to go and settle the land. And they got there, settled it, and then went, cool, this is ours now. We are not um, giving it back. It's going to be our own independent nation. And then they couldn't get it back from them. So they, they have a bit of a fraught relationship. But beyond that, like what she's saying is pretty pretty smart, sticking close to the coast, mm-hmm. um, kind of sticking as close as you can once you kind of cross over the Colborne borders and kind of go up in the Tillon Sea. Probably the the main issue is you don't really know if Oster has a navy, but you do know that Vester and Oster are in are at war with each other. So you don't know if, if there's like a naval problem. Any questions for me about the route? journey, anything like that? Um, do you think the Auster's going to be a problem? I have no fear of Austern Navy. Good to know. Just... They're good with horses, they're not good with ships. Any other questions?
2: Where are some cool sights that we could check out in we <laughs> <there>?
1: Oh boy. <laughs> any cool sights?
3: Other than the clips that were mentioned already?
1: Oh, uh, nice. We'll be doing some stop-offs for some sightseeing. <laughs> Uh, she kind of just looks at you, kind of a little amused. Um, I have always thought that, that the ocean is a beautiful sight to behold. We will be passing some beautiful islands. The Cliffs of the Commodores is always quite beautiful if we pass through the, by the Cliffs of the Commodores. But unfortunately, um, sailing on the open sea has never been one. There are not a lot of sights besides the water the animals that live within. You ever seen a jellyfish bloom?
2: No.
1: That is a sight to behold, let me tell you. Perhaps you ever see one of those. Or a whale. She kind of looks... Uh, I will now be conferring with my my two first officers, if you wouldn't mind. Kind of gestures to the door. Oh. I'm going to wink at uh, Colette. Colette? Yeah, she that's winks great. right back. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> this is the most action that he's gotten. Action! It's a <laughs> wink! Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
2: <clears throat> Reciprocation.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you guys kind of go back out on the deck. The whole first day goes by, nothing happens. Um, You're just out kind of sailing. Um, You can see the coast coast slowly switch from like kind of red sandy beaches and kind of red rock to kind of greener areas. You can kind of recognize when um, the vast turned into kind of Vester near threshold, how that kind of all shifted. Um, I mean, you're kind of just watching the landscape go by. You about halfway through the day do see like a this like massive school of sardines that like a pod of dolphins and like a bunch of seabirds are like diving down and actually at one point like a three two or three like humpback whales like come up out of the water and with like their mouths wide open uh, and, and eat a bunch of those fish and you can kind of see it from a distance. Um, it's really really quite beautiful. Yeah, the first day goes by without a hitch. You guys go back to your rooms and sleep. I will say, the hammocks in your officers, like in your quarters, are way better than the hammock down below. I think Waymo took that hammock with her. She took that hammock? Yeah. Okay. You now have a hammock in your bag. But uh, you go get in that other hammock that's in like your in like the room that you guys are all sharing and it's like ten times better than the other hammock. The other hammock's like this threadbare piece of like like Red. burlap. <laughs> and then the ones you're in are like really like soft and really comfortable and kind of support you guys really, really well. You guys sail all along this coast for like two full days without really any problems. Kind of interacting with the crew. Again, she just runs a really, really, really good ship. She comes up. She rarely actually works the helm herself. She has like a helmsman for that. But what? How do you guys spend your first two days? Just kind of hanging out on the ship. It's. It, I will say it's a little. For most of you, it's probably a longer trip than normal, and it's. Uh, it's like really beautiful. But it, I mean, being on a ship and not having a whole lot of room can be a little mind numbing sometimes. So how do you guys think you spend your your first two days on the ship? Right in for sure is like just loving being on the ocean again. Yeah. And I think maybe he just like spends his time out there just like the mist hitting him. Mm-hmm. That's sea spray. For sure flirting. <laughs> yeah. You don't see go. a lot of Colette. Colette seems to sleep on the ship, and then she wakes up and she jumps out in the water and transforms into her dolphin form and goes ahead and scouts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, that. They very specifically, this navy seems to use druids as, like, extra stealthy scouts. You also, Winnie, don't see a lot of Talbot. He spends a lot of his time up in the crow's nest. Uh, And from what you can hear, um, he's doing a lot of his time like divining and and kind of looking ahead and kind of casting protective spells on the ship itself and things like that.
3: I'm probably just going to try to be, like, within... Anytime he is, like, on... The deck. I'm probably just gonna be like within like 20 or 30 feet all the time. Just like, Bye. It's <laughs> like, how are you and he's always just kind and of like,
1: Hello. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: I think if there's ever an opportunity where he like clearly is not busy and is on the deck, I'd probably go up and try to talk to him again. But okay. I'll wait until you tell me that that's like a thing okay. that's available.
1: <laughs> yeah, L- Layla. Uh, I think Layla is, 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 has spent these two days on on a quest for shiny. On quest for shiny things. Okay, just roll a general investigation check for me. Yeah, seven. Uh, eight. Eight. Um, (laughs) the buttons on these folks' uniforms are really shiny. She's 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 cooking up a plan. Okay. Doc, Um, is there a specific way you're spending your your trip?
2: I feel like Doc is. I feel like one day she spends her day like in the crow's nest, like asking um, Olivia to see if it's okay to be up there for Mm a little bit. Yeah. Just so I can. She allows you up
1: there, and it's an incredible view. Yeah. Yeah, and
2: then I think. You can see for miles. writing writing in her um in her journal and then i think she spends the other day talking to the crew when she's allowed to like in the galley galley
1: yeah down in the galley when they're eating or when they're resting
2: and asking about like where they've been like what they're doing
1: okay um it takes you a little while yeah. to talk to, for them to talk to you like a normal person because they've never seen a Dragonborn before and they're quite like, just kind of freak it out every time you walk in because you're like a head taller than them all. So you have to kind of like stoop down when you're down um, below deck. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do eventually kind of talk to you. A lot of them are just Navy men who signed up um, before the war started and now they're, and it mm-hmm. seems like this crew specifically, Olivia's crew um, is, Less of a skirmishing ship and more of a scouting ship, armed with minimal weapons. I will say you would have noticed there is a ballista on the ship. I
3: don't know what that
1: is. A big old crossbow. Oh,
3: okay.
1: Like um, something out of like Game of Thrones, kind of that size. Mm -hmm. And then also a mangonel, which is like a smaller type of catapult, which is on the back of the ship. And you do actually learn that a lot of Olivia's, like the last year or so of Olivia's time on sea uh, and this crew has been scouting out and like doing reconnaissance on the growing Pirate Republic in Fathom.
2: And so, none of these sailors look like they've ever seen a dragonborn.
1: Before. None of them, no. They all eventually warm to you and talk to you like a normal person, but the first couple of times, they're like just like, <laughs> and there's all these like weird myths that they've heard about Dragonborn like they think for a second you have wings um, they like think you only eat like live meat and stuff like that that you kind of have to like talk them through like no that's just a myth and I don't yeah. actually do that you probably do like demonstrate a little bit of cold breath for them at some point they're yeah. like Whoa! oh definitely because I feel
2: like um, I'm just trying to get a rapport with them Yeah. so I can talk to them more about like mm-hmm. what they've been doing and like since they're a scouting ship and I'm technically a scout Yeah. then I'm just like talking to them um, about like recon injured. and stuff yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool, Pim?
2: Um, I think it's a pretty chill time. We <laughs> like enjoying that ocean breeze. Pim's like, fuck yes, it, is great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Getting in those hammocks, reading. Um, I think that he like works on his parries and like working out, kind of like a sword and shield type. Oh yeah, because he has
1: the shield. He's yeah. got the shield now and mm-hmm. the nice new armor. Yeah, so I think he's
2: kind of like trying to get familiar with using like switching to a one like one because he's used sword. to being a
1: two-handed fighter yeah so he's...
2: and then like wailing around the shield um, nice. off his back yeah um i also think that he generally is kind of attempting to just kind of get to know the different sailors on the ship just okay. like befriending them a little bit
1: yeah they're all pretty they're all pretty nice like a lot of them seem to be just like young men and women they're all re- quite young
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, like in their like early 20s um, some of them in their late teens um, and they're all just kind of serving on the ship they all seem quite young and impressionable and they're all quite mm. quite nice a lot of them they, they don't freak out about halflings they've seen halflings before
3: mm. I just really want the image in my head of like <laughs> if Talbot is like sitting on deck in a chair again. I want to, like, be in a chair, like, further down the deck, and, like, like reading and, like, having my wand out. And, and doing like, the mimicking exact. him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I will say, uh, make, a, make a perception check.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, no. One plus three, seven.
1: Seven. Okay, make an arcana check.
3: Okay, that's not good. Five plus six, eleven.
1: Okay. Uh, you see him, he's practicing spells that your mind cannot fathom, so you get the sense that he is a pretty powerful. Like, he can cast some spells more powerful than you can right now. Um, but you don't know what they are. You can't really glean what they're, they are that he's practicing. Cool. Um, at the end of the second day, um, you guys have kind of been going along the coast here. You have passed uh, this kind of large island, and you are starting to head towards the border between Colborn and Vester, uh, which is this series of, of broken stones and large islands and small islands. You guys are all kind of standing around, and you hear, like, a whistle go off. And uh Some of the crew start kind of milling about, and Olivia kind of walks out. Talbot conjures a telescope and hands it to her, and she kind of like unfolds the the telescope. Um, You guys hear a splash, uh, and that same kind of dolphin shoots up into the air and transforms into Colette, lands on the railing, and kind of slides down. Oh, my goodness. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's the first time you've seen that. Um, And you guys see someone hands her her coat and her sunglasses, and they're all kind of looking off in the direction, um, kind of southeast. And... Uh, Colette's kind of whispering in Olivia's ear and after a second you actually can see on the horizon this small ship kind of growing bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh boy. Um, bigger like it's getting closer and bigger like the ship is growing? <laughs> it's getting closer. <laughs> it's it's really growing close. to Godzilla size. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you see this grape-sized ship slowly start to grow. Um, Olivia Olivia kind of looks uh, over to, um, to Colette and says uh Colboni, and Colette kind of gives her a little bit of a nod. She kind of looks through the telescope a little while longer. I will say, Winnie, Yeah. you can also do that if you want. What? Remember, as a conjuration wizard, you can conjure stuff.
3: Yeah, I just remembered that.
1: Yeah. So dope. You can al- You can also conjure a telescope if you'd like.
3: Okay, then in that, if that's the case, is after I saw him do that, I'm like... And I'm trying to do the same same
1: thing. You conjured this little telescope. It's a little smaller for you. (laughs) Uh, Kind of looking out, you can see uh, way off in the distance this ship, um, kind of dark brown wood, blue sails, like teal sails with like a marlin. Um, Does everyone know what a marlin is? The fish? Mm -hmm. It looks like a swordfish. Mm. Baseball. Yeah uh sailing directly towards um towards you guys towards the shadow and up on the rigging up in the where the flag would be normally flying are two flags one of which is white and one of which is like bright pink do you relay this to your your Yeah who's like around me everyone you're all kind of like looking everyone really the whole crew has like everyone stopped to look at this approaching ship do you kind of relay that info?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, do you two want to make history checks for me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, with advantage, because you've been on, oh, been yeah. on, uh, been on a ship. Come on. Eight. That's three crit fails in a row. <laughs> <laughs> oh. rid of uh, Yeah,
0: you guys, remember.
1: you guys are sure that this has happened before, but you do not remember. Uh, you get the sense that it's just like a specifically like those two flags in combination means something to a Navy person. Do
3: they, can like I that. tell, like, do their faces look really nervous or like...
1: Uh, Olivia, make a inside check.
3: 16.
1: A Colette looks curious. Talbot That's looks unconcerned. Olivia looks pained. Olivia kind of looks down, kind of looks over at Colette, white and pink, and Colette kind of nods. Lower the anchor... We parley with the ship. And the, you see the sails can get drawn up. The anchor drops down into the water. Hey, um, um, uh, white and pink, what does that mean? The Kolboni ship is going to parley. They wish to speak under a banner of peace. So we will speak with them. Okay. That's yeah. what the pink flag means? The white means peace, the pink specifically. In conjunction with the white means peace for a short period of time while we parley. Winnie
3: really?
1: Yeah. It is a bad ship. Do I
3: burn that? Uh, no. So it sounds like we're going to have a parley, which means we all come together a and party? talk. A <laughs> close, but a parley. And that means the crew of this ship, which we're not in the crew, so the captain and the captain of the other ship, they're going to talk for a while and work things out, and then we'll go on our way.
1: But if it goes bad, I burn that ship. How? Uh, Olivia is nearby. Please do not open fire upon the ship. You tell me when I'll do it.
3: Uh, okay, only if only if she tells you that's a very good policy only if she tells you.
2: Do I know anything about
1: them? Make a history check.
2: Whatever 13.
1: Okay, uh, you would know Colborn is one of the three main human kingdoms. The most recent human kingdom to appear in history. It was created when Vester sent a armada of sailors and adventurers down to those islands to investigate them. Uh, they arrived in the area, they settled it, and then when Vestor was like, great, so now that we have a new ve- uh, area of the Vestor Kingdom, the Colborne, went, nope, this is ours now, we're an independent nation, uh, come come get us if you want us. Uh, and uh, they did not get them, and Colborne has been a nation ever since. They're a nation of <coughs> shipwrights and... Like they are, are like in love with the navy and being out on the water. Like a lot of their culture stems around being out on the water and and sailing. <laughs> um, they are led uh, by a high commodore. Is is normally the title of the leader of the nation.
0: So we know that we the know twins the- know that it's Colborn, right? Yeah,
1: okay. yeah. And you have heard them well, say, we've heard say it too. Um, yeah, you heard them say Colborning.
0: So Thora is just crossing <laughs> her arms and looking at. Raven, and she's gonna like
1: get close to him and give him shit and be like, I think she's on there? No, I think she's uh, on well if she is, probably not a good idea for me to be here. Don't want to cause any tension. <laughs> anyway, we'll just see how it goes. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, uh, you guys hear this kind of like sound and you look out and you can see this albatross like it's flying right towards you. Um, Todd kind of <laughs> lands down on your shoulder and is like, dude, this is crazy. Yeah. That's not like a regular bird. And the albatross kind of... And as it swoops down on the deck, it transforms into a human being. Uh, and you can see this uh, individual, this this human male um, kind of land on the deck. He is dressed in kind of short, kind of capri pants and just like a vest uh, with like a series of like jewelry around his neck. He's got kind of like olive skin Um, And really long dark hair that's like pulled back and kind of braided. Um, It almost like racializes like the small of his back, Uh, and just kind of like wispy facial hair. I am looking for the captain. And uh, Olivia kind of steps forward. Captain Romero wishes to parley with you and speak about your intentions. You will meet him on his ship, which will pull aside here, and you will bring with you your first officers as well as these passengers that you. Are taking somewhere. Olivia kind of looks over at you guys, gives him a nod. The guy turns back into an albatross and flies away. Would we know that back name towards the ship that he mentioned? Romero? Romero. Uh No. So the uh, the ship pulls closer and closer. Uh, eventually, you can see that the name aboard, like that's painted on the bow, says the Paramore, uh, okay. and it sails. Uh, and everyone and they're blasting Paramore. i in the Let's take it from the top.
2: Orange uh, oh. Hold up. You
1: see the ship kind of pull like ridiculously close to your ship and they, this gangplank is lowered. Olivia kind of walks up to you guys before you like cross over and she just kind of looks at you all. I will answer the questions. Do not speak unless you are spoken to. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You
3: mm-hmm. got
1: it. Just give me the signal. Oh. <laughs> Talbets, culets, and they, they walk over the gangplank. Do you guys follow? Yeah. You walk over onto this gangplank. This ship is a little bit bigger than the Shadow. You can see all of these individuals, um, men and women, dressed in just like dark, kind of easier tunic. They don't seem to have as much of a uniform policy as Vester does, and um, they are all wearing Marlin pins that kind of like affix uh, their, their cloaks. There is a, a little table that has been set up on the deck with like a white tablecloth. <laughs> And there are a series of glasses and a couple of like bottles of what looks to be like really nice wine. Sitting on a chair at this table is this individual, um, like this human male, um, with a ridiculously handsome man with like olive skin and like a thick, thick dark beard. Dark hair that's kind of been pulled up into a bun and kind of falls loose on the back. Dressed in this dark leather tunic with a cape, like a teal cape only affixed to, like, one shoulder, so, like, a kind of, like, a shoulder cape.
2: nice.
1: Affixed with a marlin pin. Kind of got this, like, ever-present kind of twinkle in his eye. Mm. He's got a rapier and a dagger kind of sheathed at his belt. He's wearing these kind of, like, cuffed boots, and he's got a wide-brimmed hat that's kind of up on one side with some feathers, like, sticking out of it. Mm, Uh, Who
0: is he?
1: Kind of of looks over at all of you guys. Uh, As Olivia steps off, he, like, watches Olivia, like, the whole time with this kind of, like, appreciative kind of like look but also kind of like uh, you can see between oh. the two of them that they know each other. Oh. It is not it is not hard Biblically? Biblically? I don't know. But they definitely know each other the way that they the way that they look at each other, there is history there. You all kind of come and stand in a group together. He kind of sits there and he takes the bottle of wine and he pours a glass of wine for everybody. His men and women kind of hand out. Does everyone accept their glass? Yeah. What does Layla get? Um Layla does not get anything. I am thirsty. Kind of looks at you. A water for the child. Do you have milk? No. We do not have milk. They give you a a glass of water.
0: I think Thor will take it. I don't think she drinks it.
1: Colette and Talbot kind of look expectantly at uh, Olivia, who sniffs it and takes a sip, and then they follow suit.
0: Mm, I will too, then.
1: He's just kind of (laughs) sitting, kind of looking at you guys, kind of looking at her. I wonder, Olivia... Why you come so close to our borders? Kind of, you see her jaw kind of set. Romero, I am simply traveling back to Svanhill. I mean, no offense if I have caused an alarm. Romero just kind of gets up to his feet, kind of walks over. You're at war with Oster. This worries the Commodore a lot. If you suddenly wish to take back the lands that you claim were yours, then perhaps you will come for Colborn. You can understand how this might make her nervous. That is not our intention, we are simply turning through Svan Hill. And Romero kind of leans in, but you understand why she might be worried, Olivia. And they just kind of stare at each other for a little while. Why have you brought us aboard? Romero kind of walks around, kind of gives his nod to sailors. We do not want a war, but we will fight one if you bring it to our shores. Do you remember <coughs> what happened the last time Vester tried to reconquer Colborn? Olivia kind of like rolls her eyes, kind of leans in. Do you remember the song, the poem? Vester sent a thousand ships to Colborn to raise the city to the ground, conquer the nation. A thousand ships. And Colborn responded with a thousand of their own. How many ships did Vester lose that day on the water? Olivia kind of sets her jaw, kind of looks at him again. A thousand. And he kind of nods. And how many did Colborn? Loose? None. Oh, shit. My Commodore asks that you remind your Empress of this song in case she gets any ideas. Your new Empress is a little too eager for my Commodore's tastes. We do not take kindly to those who view themselves as conquerors. Is that understood? Olivia kind of nods. Good. Then we have nothing to worry about. Please, drink your wine. May I ask? I know you, Olivia. I know how you like to run your ship's passengers. Not really a norm for the great captain, Olivia Ledoux. Kind of looks at all of you guys. Why do you sail with the captain? I'm gonna look to Olivia to see if She kind of looks at you, gives like a little nod. Well, we did a favor for for the governor back in Silas, and uh, we needed passage, uh, and this was the fastest way we could. We just needed passage to, to Svon Hill to get to Glees. Well, a persuasion check. Way. 17. 17. Kind of looks at you, and then kind of tilts his head a little bit. I'm going to give him a knowing look, but like a silent knowing look. He looks at you as well, not as long. Thora, he looks at you as well. Well, have a good voyage then. I'm going to wink at him. Not like in a sexy way. He just kind of grins.
2: Are we seeing this?
3: Yeah, can I? Are we we
1: picking up? Yeah, no, 100% you are seeing this happen. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's not, he's not, like Romero is not hiding it. And he like stepped up to Raiden and like gave him a once over. Like he recognized him somehow. Uh Um, Kind of walks back. Turns to Olivia. Finish your wine and we would part ways, but to know that the border waters of Colborne will be more heavily guarded for a while at least. And Olivia kind of nods. She turns to you all and, and kind of turns on her heel, throws the wine down, and goes back across the gangplank. Are you guys following? Yeah, right. throw See down the line. Okay, as you are walking, you hear, um, she misses you, Olivia. <sighs> Olivia kind of stops. I do as well. Olivia kind of turns and looks at Romero like dead in the eye. I fight for my homelands, Romero. I was born investor. And Romero kind of looks at her. To me be where you were born, Olivia. It is not where you are from. Her eyes like water for a second. And then she kind of like squares her jaw, nods her head, Captain. He nods back, Captain. And she leads you back across the gangplank.
0: Hey guys, this is Michelle and I play Thora, the Air Genasi Barbarian. Thank you so much for listening to episode 20 of Adventures in Questing. We can't believe we're here, and we are so grateful that you have been along with us on this awesome journey, and we hope you're loving it as much as we are. And thank you for bearing with us as we took a little bit of a break this past week. Uh, Between all the members of the group, we've been in rehearsals or performances for five shows this month, so you could say things are a bit busy right now. But we are so excited to jump back into things with Adventures in Questing. One more thing. Please go check out the Kickstarter for Hrothgar's Horde. They were so nice to set us up with their DM solution kit, and we reviewed it on our website at adventuresinquesting.com. So please go check them out. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you next week on Adventures in Questing.